My next guest does a great show, 2 o'clock every Sunday, and he is now a regular on this show every Friday because I love him, and he's terrific on the air, and that is uh, Andrew Giuliani. The apple did not fall far from the tree. His father, Rudy, of course, is on 3 o'clock every weekday afternoon. Andrew Giuliani. Good morning, Andrew. Well, Sid, congratulations. Congratulations on these uh, incredible awards. Best morning show. Look, we knew it. We saw the ratings every single week. We knew you were number one, but now it's absolutely official. That, uh, and I'll tell you what, they probably should give you the silver award, too, because you're, you're kicking the competition's ass so bad. <laughs> they probably shouldn't give out a silver medal to anybody. They should probably give it to you as well on top of and uh, this is not why I love you, just so you know, but it doesn't hurt, Andrew. <laughs> it doesn't it does. hurt, right? <laughs> yeah. Do me a favor. Stay on hold. You and I are going to have a lengthy conversation about a variety of topics. i got to get a break in, get to Joe Nolan, and then more of me and Andrew Giuliani. Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Hello, don't bring me down on a rainy Friday morning. Jimmy Carter, who for most of my life, and if God is good to me, I'll be 57 years old in April, was absolutely hands down the worst president in my lifetime. Well, congratulations, Joe Biden. I always say if you're the best at anything, even the best at being the worst, that's worth commenting on. But Jimmy Carter is going to be 99 years old on Sunday. So I think he's almost died like a hundred times. <laughs> really? Like a hundred. But he'll be 99. God so. bless. Yeah, God bless. So we just heard uh, a promo for Rudy. Let's get back to his son who does a tremendous show here. He really does. Two o'clock on Sundays. Andrew Giuliani, who a young guy has already worked four years for Donald Trump, has already run for governor with a very impressive second-place finish with four good guys, has had major jobs down on Wall Street. He's just he's a very impressive young kid. He's a great father and a great husband. Andrew, welcome back. You know, I was thinking about you uh, yesterday because there was a time, there was one time when, when somebody said something about my father. I'll never forget. My father used to walk around like Kojak. He looked a lot like Telly Savalas, a lot. <laughs> and he wore the coat, Andrew, when he sucked on the lollipop. He actually played into it for a couple of years. Right. And there was a kid at Polly Prep once, and he said, your father looks like a jerk-off walking around like Kojak. I swear to God. And I wanted to kill him. And I thought about you. I said, Andrew, every single day reads and hears stuff about his father. I don't know how much you love your father, just like I do. You more, obviously. Yeah. I go, how does this kid get through the day without wanting to kill somebody every day? How do you do it? Yeah, yeah you know, I'll tell you what. I, I remember in third grade the first time some kid was telling me about it. I got to fight with the kid. And, uh, you know, I just kind of realized that probably around, like, fourth or fifth grade between all the stuff that was going to come out in the New York Times and kids were going to say and this and that, that, uh, that if I fought in – and fought with everybody who had a negative opinion about him, then I would be fighting with, you know, at the time, 40% of New York City. And I said, I did the math on it, and I said, hey, you know, I mean, I'm going to spend some time in detention anyway just by my uh, my nature. Probably want to actually spend a little bit of time outside of detention as well. But, look, it, undoubtedly, 
it's frustrating to see everything that's going on. But as I mentioned last week, there's a reason why they're going after Rudy Giuliani. It's because he is uh, the closest thing to Donald Trump that you have. And uh, and they know that uh, that right now he's um, – I want to say somewhat vulnerable, and that and that's why they continue to tee off. I mean, take the Hunter Biden lawsuit, for example. But we all know, and you've covered this, and so many of the other great hosts at WABC have covered this extensively. This is a laptop that he denied was his for years, and now they're suing Rudy Giuliani over the fact that he ended up getting the laptop <laughs> from this guy, John Paul Isaac, who had given it to the FBI. The FBI just for 10 months sits on this. And he looks at Rudy Giuliani as the only person that has the integrity enough and the guts enough to actually reveal this to the public. And now he's going to sue him over this? So it's just the whole thing is so bizarre. And, and sadly, and I think when you go and look at this Trump case, the Trump business case here in New York, it's really the one that makes me look and say, are we living in a capitalistic society here in New York anymore in, in the United States of America. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad, you, brought, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I had Brian Kilmeade on earlier. He's a friend of both of ours. And, yeah. you know, Brian is really a DeSantis guy. He's not a Trump guy. I like Donald. He likes Donald, but not you, know, you and I love Donald. And he said, he said, this is at 645 this morning. He said, Sid, forget about the four indictments, which are all ridiculous. Every one of them. I don't care if you can make a legal explanation for numbers two and four. They're ridiculous. He said, but with all of this in mind, what they did to Trump this week is grotesque. Here you've got banks who not only are happy with how the business went, they made hundreds of millions of dollars in interest. Yeah. There's no victim. Clearly, this is Letitia James, who hates Trump, this liberal judge who hates Trump, taking a personal vendetta against this man, going against his sons, taking his beautiful buildings. They have nothing, nothing legally here. And yet, and yet, because of some ridiculous law or statute, they can do this, and they can rob him of everything, whether you like Donald Trump or not. If you are not disgusted and scared to death about this case in New York, you're a moron. Yeah, Shit, that's perfect. I can't say it any better than that. The only thing that I'll add to it is think about the mindset of the leftist politician anymore. It's not liberal. It's leftist. The leftist politician at this point, someone like a Letitia James, where we might be looking and saying from a common sense perspective, well, why would I do this? Because maybe one day they'll go after me, right? If, if, if conservatives in New York do get in power at some point, maybe at some point they would retaliate. So I need to make sure that I'm not going after my political enemies like I'm doing. They're thinking of it the exact opposite way. They're saying, you know what? The more that I can scare conservatives, and there's nobody better to go after than Donald Trump, Second would be Rudy Giuliani. The more that I could scare them out of New York State, guess what? The easier it is for me to get reelected because there are going to be less conservatives in the pool of New York that are going to end up voting for me. And, by the way, then I'm going to have the New York Times. I'm going to have the Daily News. I'm going to have you know, so many of the New York establishments, not maybe the New York Post and not WABC, but so many of the New York establishment media types cheer me on for this stuff because they have gone even more left than many of our politicians. It's kind of a race to the left between these two. So it's really scary when you actually think of the potential mindset here. 
It really is, and uh, you just laid it out perfectly as well. This is Andrew Giuliani. Check him out, 2 p.m. every Sunday, and, of course, his dad, 3 p.m. every weekday. I did mention the fact that you ran a great race and uh, finished second to Lee Zeldin in the attempt to oust Kathy Hochul. She's still here. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, Governor Abbott was here, and he uh, he was here. I mean, I know that Brian Kilmeade was bragging he was on Fox News, but I got news for you, mm-hmm. Brian. Governor Abbott was here. I saw a beautiful picture with John and John Jr. Katsimatidis. He did Katsimatidis' show. He was here in this building, and he was uh, ready, willing, and able a couple of days ago when he was here to give credit to Hochul and Adams. Adams was on with me for 30 minutes yesterday. Yeah. And he was willing to give them credit for going at Joe Biden about this illegals crisis. Uh, Anyway, long story short, she, Kathy Hochul, really, to me, doesn't act as if she cares. You know, Adams, I think, cares every now and then. I don't think she cares at all. When you watch the governor operate, does it make it sick to your stomach? You really didn't win? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's so disheartening, right? And uh, right now, you know, last week you talk about running a race. I ran the Tunnel to Towers race, and you and I were jokingly, I was training last week as yeah. you were on the show. and <laughs> I was great. And puffing. Yeah. Now I'm looking at Grace and making eggs while I'm on the show this week. <laughs> and by the way, I don't know which is tougher, being making the eggs or actually going and running, because I'm not very good at, I, at both of them. But I got to tell you, as I look at her and I think about the future of New York, and what I just said before, which is they're chasing more conservatives out of this state. State, I look at her and I say, what's what? How is her quality of life going to be better? Is it going to be growing it up in New York at this point, or is it going to be growing up in a state in a state like Texas, like Florida? Which, by the way, Sid, you know, you look at more people in their 30s and 40s. They didn't used to move out of New York, right? It was when you were 60, 70, 80 years old. That's when you'd go down to Boca. That's when you. Do all that stuff. Now you're seeing families that are actually deciding, hey, you know what? It's better to raise our kids in this state because the quality of life is better. And that's the scary thing. And, and by the way, you you and uh, Z and Grace, you're going to be another one of those examples in less than three years. Del Boca Vista. <laughs> that's it. I'm looking at Del Boca Vista. And, uh, you know, if Kramer is not running for uh, a second term as president, then I'm in. That's what I'm looking oh, for. So everybody asks me what my next political move is. It's Del Boca Vista. So That's a nice place. It's not far from my old home on, in uh, West Boca. I know the place very, very well. But you're right. You know, I mean, I, I moved down there when I was younger because I got fired here. And I had a, a history as a child. My dad bought a condominium in Hallandale. And I would go back and forth to Florida. I went to Miami to college. But uh, for the most part, it was your aunts, your uncles, your grandparents. Then I moved to Boca. I have to tell you, Andrew, living in West Boca, and all of my neighbors were young. Now we're dating back maybe 15 years ago. They were already young, all moved from Long Island, from Brooklyn. You know, they had gone from Brooklyn to Manalapan to Florida. And uh, now they're even younger, to your point, and they're moving, of course, in bigger numbers. And Ron DeSantis is doing a good job. Look, I didn't think he was very good at the debate a couple nights ago. He's been a horrendous, not a bad, a horrendous presidential candidate. But the truth is, he does a good job running that state. Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah, look, I agree. I think he does a good job running the state. And I think the same problems that are happening to DeSantis, you and I handicapped this a year ago in terms of what DeSantis' struggles were, which is He's not good at the popularity contest. We could see this coming in. I could tell you, I saw this coming in when he ended up coming up probably about a week before the gubernatorial election here in New York and did a rally with Lee Zeldin. And Lee got up there and spoke first, and Lee had the crowd the whole time, probably eight, 9,000 people. 
in Suffolk County. It was great, right? Did a good job, went up there, spoke. Everybody was excited. DeSantis spoke for about 25 minutes, and by minute seven or eight, he had lost the crowd at that point because he didn't understand how to politically speak to people. And I don't know if he's gotten much better even over the last nine or ten months. He hasn't. So he's got to figure it out. And and I'll tell you what, he's got to be careful with this debate with Newsom because I think it's one of the few things that Newsom does well. It's probably the opposite with Newsom. Newsom is a very charismatic guy. He's terrible in terms of running his state. I mean, you could argue he might even be worse than Hochul in terms of people leaving the state and businesses leaving the state and looking at California. But he's very good on television, and he's very, very – He's very charismatic. So DeSantis doesn't understand the ins and outs and can't actually make sure that he delivers the the way the lines, the way he needs to, to be able to convey the difference between Florida and California in this debate coming up with Newsom. Then he's going to look like a fool. I'll tell you. Well, you're right about that. And uh, of course, for Gavin, his greatest conquer is not being the governor of California. For a while there, he was married and used to bang Kimberly Guilfoyle, who well, Donald <laughs> Jr. bangs now. But, <laughs> but uh, on a serious I'm not note, that one literally and, and <laughs> this is the only show you'll get that type of analysis, Andrew. That's why we're number <laughs> that's one. Right. It's, that's why it's why you're number one. That's why you're the best. <laughs> that's right. But uh, in terms of DeSantis, you're right, and and he could easily get embarrassed by Newsom, and that does beg the question on the way out. We all figured, hey. Maybe not this time, right? Trump is going to win. I've known that for months. I've, at least I've come to that realization. But certainly by 2028, that could be Ron's time. I believe this has gone so badly for DeSantis, I don't know if that's going to be the case. And if, in fact, to your point, Newsom embarrasses him, it could be over. No? Yeah. Yeah, it could be. It, it absolutely could be because it, you know, it could be a moment like uh, you could see a moment the way that Marco Rubio had with Christie, where Christie just, uh, you know, ended his presidential ambitions in about ninety seconds, and that's always going to follow him. And, and that's one of these things that's so tricky about these debates. I remember in debate prep, one of the first rules of debate prep is making sure that you don't give your opponents something that they can run in their commercials that's going to make you look terrible basically so more than anything it's kind of like okay uh here's the pre-fed he's the here's the prevent defense now how do we actually make our points and desantis if he's not careful he could now desantis is you know wickedly smart you could see with the job that he ends up doing in the state there so i don't think he's going to give him one of those lines but i do think from a charisma standpoint you're going to see a seasoned politician like newsom who continually gets reelected even though he's run his state into the ground against a guy like DeSantis, who has done a good job in Florida, who's done a great job in Florida. You can see all the people that are moving down there. But it seems like he can't string two sentences together. And uh, probably, uh, you know, it's, it, it, could be, it could be ugly. I'm, I'm interested to watch that one. I, I got to tell you, Sid, I only watched live about 15 minutes of the other debate here because I had called it kind of the junior varsity debate. There's yep. something else yep. going on, and, I, and I've caught other clips of it. And I have to tell you, I think by now, by Friday afternoon, I think it's late. I think it's, you know, the news is kind of passed on this debate. And I think that uh, everybody's still vying for a distant second place at this point. You could argue now it's DeSantis. You could argue it's Haley. You can argue it's Vivek. Whoever is in second place, 
it's a distant second place, and it doesn't seem like it's that gap is closing anytime soon. I agree, and I don't think uh, Mr. Trump is impressed with any of them. If they've got the designs of maybe being his running mate, I know Tim Scott probably thought about that a couple of months ago. I don't think Mr. Trump is impressed with any of these folks. You know what? The um, We'll wrap it up with this. The DeSantis Newsom for me is kind of the way I felt when I watched Tiger versus Phil on ABC. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, I, I mean, do remember that. Of course, you're a great golfer. $9 million. That's right. Right, <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> hey, you're great. Uh, I love when you're on this show. You do a great job on Sundays. You're one of my best buddies, and I love you to death. Thank you, Angel. Thank you, Sid. And by the way, I think you may now be sharing an award. I think, I think my mother won the best morning show some 12 or 13 years ago. Wow. She was on one of our competitors, as a matter of fact. You got to go back and look. Maybe like... 2009, 2010. It was some point during the Bloomberg years. But see if Donna Hanover is on that award list when you end up getting it right. I will text you. I will text you when I get there. I'll find out, and I promise I'll let you know, okay? Congratulations. Thank you, buddy. That's uh, a good lady, your mother, Donna Hanover. I like her very, very much, and she's an incredible talent like you are.